Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ask Jillian. I'm Jillian Barbary. And with me, as always, is Lizzie. Hello, everybody. Our guest today is really special because you know <laughs> yes. where they say he knows where the bodies are buried and he <laughs> yes. knows all the skeletons? Oh, God. He knows all my skeletons and where all the bodies, literally, some of them haven't been buried yet and should. <laughs> uh, <laughs> his name is John Rosati, and he moved on from Good Day LA, the national version. He was brought on to be the publicist for the national version. And then we remained friends and he... Uh, ended up moving on to NBC Universal, right? Yep. Welcome, John. Thank you. Oh, my God. Hello. Give a little background because oh John God. is a well-known celebrity and television publicist. Publicist. Oh. publicist to the stars. Wow. Well, when he came on to Good Day LA live, a Good Day Live, excuse That's me. That's what I was going to ask you. So it wasn't when you had the local morning no, show. No, uh-uh. He was brought on for the national. And he, <sighs> what happened was when we went national, because I was on the NFL and different things, people knew me, so I would get booked on different shows. So John and I spent a lot of time together. And we ended up going to New York. We had so much fun on the Howard Stern show. We've been to a lot of places and <laughs> I'm thinking about the skeletons. Shut up. Shut up. No, we're going to talk about them. Well, he used to come with me for everything. Yeah, that, I mean, that was my first big show when I went yeah. to Fox and I, I had just moved here. So I did not know anything about Good Day LA. I never watched it. Didn't no know way. who she yeah. Nothing. So I remember my boss bringing me to the station and we were walking down the hallway. The first time I met Jill, she was in, her office was a closet, I believe. Yes, it was. It was a broom <laughs> closet. A broom closet. I complained because Dorothy had an office, Steve had a proper office, and I didn't have anything. So I was like, fuck all y'all. That so was, we cleaned that was out a real a, indication. Yes. Of how, where there I was, was on the pecking swag order. Swag everywhere, a yeah. mop, a bucket, <laughs> uh, magazines. An Emmy. An Emmy. <laughs> And that day, I was just like, oh, well, we were in love. Yeah. When you said you moved to LA, where were you from? So I moved from Fresno. I went to school, Fresno State, and then I moved to LA to work at Sony. Oh. And then I worked at Sony for two years and then moved to Fox. And this was sort of my first. Which was a big venture because it was celebrity. Good, good it Day was, Live. Yeah, it was, it was. Again, I had no idea who you were. So the, once, once, we got, <laughs> once we got out, of, I still don't know who you are. Once, <laughs> once, I, once we got out of the studio, wherever we went, yeah. it was like I was with Madonna. In LA? I like, yes. Yeah. And I was In like, LA, it was crazy. what is going on? And finally, Finally, once we got, you're like, who is this? Once we got bitch? talking, I was like, why are you famous? No. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, every day we'd pretty much after Good Day LA or Good oh. Day Live go to Barney's. We got we, we had didn't the work. Fucking life. Oh, I, I remember mean, I'd meet you guys out. Oh yeah, we have Fred lunch. Siegel. Fred Siegel, Barney's, Beverly working Hills. Working lunch. I, we. I mean, I don't know Are how I kept that job. I don't. I don't know how I did for so long. Well, I, <laughs> wait, I didn't. They replaced me with Debbie Madnopoulos. Yeah. Shit. What am I thinking? I. I didn't keep that job. But we had so we did. much fun. We did. Yeah. It was a good time. Wait, so did you go with her to the first time you did Howard Stern? Uh, no, he came the second, second time. Yeah. Ah. I went with Andy Lassner the first time. For the test. So yes. it was for the test that you went. Yeah, the ah. show, the test. And Andy went with me. But we had, a, we had an a amazing time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, so at that point, you were doing the national show for Fox. Yes, and I was there to promote it on Howard Stern, but it's Howard Stern. I'd heard about you, John John, and you were sort of notorious. And I think there were a couple <laughs> lunches that we met out of, but the first time I really started to work with you in a capacity with Jillian was when you did Skating with Celebrities. <gasps> oh, Because my I God. remember... So it was... <laughs> <laughs> Now, at that point, wait a minute, I need to clear. At that point, because then... Like I said, why are you bringing this? He knows all the bodies and where the bed. Well, you have really worked your way to the middle. I applaud you. 
<laughs> in fact, oh so much so that the, the chick who casts Dancing with the Stars, every year, you know, they want somebody of a certain age. And my friend Lisa Ashley, who works as a makeup artist, she's always like, you should get Jillian Barbary. They're like, oh, we've already cast. Oh, she already did that skating show. And so then, but years went by and then I got cancer. They're like, hmm, she does have a story now. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck all y'all. I'll uh, never do that show. Don't ever say that. Sorry, I'll do that show. You will absolutely do that show. Okay. Yeah. But you know, when they pass you by, like, well, that's the biz. It is the biz. You're yes. right. You're right. So, but we did do skating with celebrities. I mean, it's amazing how she was blacklisted from all these dancing competition shows because we did one season of <laughs> skating with celebrities. Skating with celebra- <laughs> celebrities, air quotes. Yeah, okay. that was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> At that point, were you two working personally together? Because oh, after sure. the national show, well, after you got fired from the national show, but you were still on Good Day LA yeah. local. So I would still do seven to nine, and then I would pack up my makeup and my magazines and Debbie Matinopoulos would come in at 10 a.m. While the seat was still warm. They called her Jillian Light. She was a safer yep. Jillian. Mm-hmm. And I've met her. I mean, we actually have a great time now. I talk to her. We text yeah, each she's other. she's a lovely person. She's yeah. hilarious. But it was hard. And Dorothy and I, we weren't close. So she would go to her car and cry and I would go to my car and cry. Oh, was that at the it. same time? Yeah. Uh, I oh, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Very tense. And how did you handle that? Because that was really, we were friends and I was so upset. I don't know how, you must have been, it must have been hard for you. It was hard because you were the lifeblood of that show. Yeah. From the minute the cameras turned on to the minute they turned off, Steve knew it, Dorothy knew it, the audience knew it. So yeah, it was it was hurtful. I, I had never been through something that yeah. public before with somebody that not only I worked with, but I cared about. Yeah, it was um, weird. It was. It was really weird. And then you have a new person sitting in the chair suite, but you want to do your job and be nice to them. And they're a nice person and it's not their fault. It wasn't Debbie's fault. Like we've talked about it since, you know, but I remember a time when I couldn't even talk about it. Like mm. I think Debbie was on the phone one time talking to our hairstylist and our hairstylist said, Debbie wants to say hi. And I just said, I can't. And I walked out of the room. Like, that's how hurt I was by Fox and their decision. But um, it's easy to say they made the wrong decision, but... They made the wrong decision. Because, well, I mean, you were being punished for being successful. Right. So the reason we went national is because of my personality and we had fun and not just mine, but all of us, the way we clicked and the way we got along, obviously. Or did not get along. Or did not get the along. Chemistry. It was very, uh, yeah. Right. It was, I mean, you were on Oprah. it was a reality show. Right. right. Yeah. And so I thought, well, if that's the reason they've hired me, then that's cool. I'll just be me. But they went national, but then they were like, no, 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 you got to. Don't t- be you. Don't yeah. be you. Like tone it down for uh. Kansas. I'm like, bitch, I'm from Canada. Yeah. Like you talk about fucking conservative of territory up there. You got to wear like men's suit. Fuck that. I got where I am because I'm not like that. And don't let them dictate to us what is acceptable. We can do what we want. And if they hate me, they hate me. If they love me, they love me. And I used to get both, you know? Yep. That was my attitude anyway, but they're suits and they're all older white men and they freak out or they're women that are women and they're yeah. executives. They didn't get you. They didn't get the Jillian charm. No, no. no. And then, so when then we did dancing with celebrities, were you, I can't remember, were you <laughs> dancing with skating. It was skating, Liz. <laughs> skating dancing. When we did jogging, jogging with D-listers. Uh, remember that I'm show? trying <laughs> to, I'm trying Skipping to. Skipping with Steve Edwards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to secret in the dance yes. with celebrities yes. is going to happen. Dance with the stars. I'm combining all the Yes, you are. Oh. I think a lot of people do. It didn't go on. It's hard to find people who can actually skate. People can yeah. learn to dance, but skating is a whole other animal. And look at Bruce Jenner at the time. Now, Caitlin, of course, but at the time, Bruce Jenner was on the ice from 
Like I would get there after good day, but maybe 10, 30, 11. And he would be there until 11 at night. So, I mean, there are people that are just, you know, he's an athlete. And then there are other people like Dave Coulier, who was a hockey player. And he's like, I've never put figure skates on. And they had toe picks. And he was like tripping who won, everywhere. Who won? Oh, fuck off. Oh, well, <laughs> Jillian came in second. Yes, I'm a, yes. Only Very because I attempted second. the axle and I fell. But Dorothy <laughs> Hamill did see me land it in practice in the preview. Thank God. Because I was like, that's all I cared about. I'm like, you saw I landed that, right? And she's yeah. like, yes, indeed. But <laughs> during the show, no, it was Christy Swanson and Lloyd and whatever. Oh. They got married and had a baby. Yeah. No, look they, good for them. Yeah, they had a real partnership. They bonded. They sure did. Extreme Dating was my favorite show. Oh, my God. How fun was that? That was a great show. That was way the, before its time way before it's time. And I remember telling the producer, even when I worked on the Super Bowl and I would be down on the field with the players, they'd be warming up. It was amazing to me how many ran up. They're like, oh my God, love, love extreme dating. <laughs> they never said, I love the NFL pregame show. <laughs> they were like, I love extreme dating. And I'm like, huh? Then I realized because we were syndicated, we would be on at like 11 a.m., noon, two o'clock before their practice. So they would just watch it. And because they did outtakes where I'm belching and falling on the floor and blah, blah, blah. So the second or third season, I said, we've got to bring on gay couples. I mean, this is it. We can't just keep doing straight couples. Yeah. Boring. And uh, they were like, America's not ready for that. And I was like, fuck all y'all. I swear to God. They I did. was so upset at them. Yeah. They like, never did gay couples, did they? No. no. They didn't listen to me. And then Queer Eye for the Straight Guy comes out and it's a fucking huge hit. Well, I remember skating with celebrities. <laughs> Got it right. Were you her personal publicist at that point? Was this, this was after Good Day Live, right? I mean, I think I, I was just remember. everything. You were everything. I was everything. Oh, God, that was the crazy times. We had so much fun. We, we did. My God. And then we would, after I'd get off the ice, we Pre kids. Pre kids, we'd go out partying. I was married, but you were not married. No, no. And yes. And we went out partying all the time. The Belmont, the like. Oh. The Belmont. Do you remember the Belmont? Oh. Remember? And Christy Swanson and I started like a play fight, but it almost turned into like a real fight. <laughs> like we oh, were started yeah. really punching each other and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> No, it wasn't catty. We were like, I'm gonna scratch your eyes out. It was like, I'm gonna fucking punch you in the face, bitch. Oh, I remember like pulling my weave and I was like, bitch. Oh God, that weave was just. Oh my God. Pieces that would be everywhere. Can I just tell you a story? West Hollywood to the valley. I'm gonna tell you a little story. I'm not gonna tell you who did my weave, but I will tell you that this is how Bruce Jenner and I became close. So his dressing room was right next to mine and it's 2 a.m. And this guy, he does extensions, but he does the individuals. It's 2 a.m. and Bruce comes in and he goes, oh, why, why, why are you still here? And I'm like, why are you? I'm getting my hair done. I'm getting my hair did. <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm just going to go to Fox right after this, you know, 5 a.m. I go, why are you still here? He goes, well, they had an open ice hour or two. And I'm like, it's 2 a.m. That was his dedication. I mean, he this was hard. Athlete. Yeah. But anyway, that's how we sort of, he's like, you got to meet my wife. And then he said, he said, you know, you and I have something in common. I go, we do. And he goes, you dated my stepdaughter's ex-husband. I'm like, I did. I dated Kim Kardashian's ex-husband. Anywho, that's another story. <laughs> I remember. I know you do. You remember everything. What was his name Ooh. again? Damon Thomas. Wasn't he the one allergic to animals? Yes. No. That was uh, Silas. Sir, oh, that was... Uh, what's his name's uh, Brian McKnight's manager. Oh yeah. I can't. But anyway, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you some stories where John and I we have not fought. We really get along amazingly. Yeah, but there no. was one time, and we can we won't say who because everybody will freak out. Okay. An, I was at an award show, and then there was this particular person who was there that was on stage and that had something for me, and I kind of had something for him. And so I said to John, "Oh, could you just wait?" Because he called me up to the hotel room, and you're like, "Sure. How long are you gonna be?" I go, "Like twenty minutes, max." 
Oh, right. Three hours later. Three hours. He's sitting in the lobby. <laughs> I looked around the room. He was the only white dude in the lobby. And I go, there he is. <laughs> and I see the face. And he's so friggin' angry at me. I'm like, it was like 2.30 in the morning. Oh, no, it was like... It oh, was yeah. crazy. No, it was insane. And Would you just ignore the cell phone or it might have been text messages then? Might have been pagers by then. No, oh. it was it was texting. Oh, my God. Like, at first, it's like, are, is everything cool? I'm like, yeah, but then uh, then longer, 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 and I'm not paying attention, and things are going down, and then I re- he's like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I shit. I thought she was dead. I, I was, was like, more afraid of him than I was... <laughs> The, the rapper I was with. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that guy. I was way terrified of you. You should be. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, he scared God. me with the look, the lasers. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But it was just, you know, for the book, for the book, for the book, I keep <laughs> saying. For the book. Right. Anytime we get into crazy rendezvous, it would be for the, the book. book. Now, you are at NBC Universal. Is it a little more tame? Like, do you work? I know that you work with Nichelle Turner. You work with the talent there. What's it like now? In the today's day and age, I think of the shit that Steve and I would say on air, and I think, oh, my God, in this day and age, like, can you imagine? Yeah. You know, people get so pissed off. How is it for you as a publicist? Do you have to put out a lot of fires? Well, so I, when I left Fox, I went to E! and yeah. was there for 10 years, and... That's got involved. With yeah, the we Ka- crossed. We launched the Kardashians and yeah. Oh, that's when you guys were always and, together. Yeah, you know, at mm-hmm. a lot of events. Yeah, yeah. And then that got you know, ten years. Long it's time. Totally changed. Um, so now I'm at CBS at Entertainment Wait, Tonight. And I have a question. Yeah. Go back to E. Because that those are the years that it was Chelsea, Great. the Kardashians, right? Mm-hmm. Like there Seacrest. Was Seacrest, big shows. Howard was on. Howard was on E, yes. And Nicole Smith. It was the golden era of E. For it was. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. From like 2005 to like so you, 2010. You were in the you were in the, in mix. the mix. And we were we were having a great time. I mean, yeah. we were working on six, seven shows at a time and, and big names. Fun and they're shows to go and yeah. promote. Like, it's not, you know but what I mean? nobody knew who Chelsea was. I mean, she yeah. was a stand-up comic. Yeah, right? Right. I mean, yeah. we, you know, we would go in, into New York and... Nobody knew her. Well, no we, we did a pilot here, it, right here in this very guest house that yep. with, with Chelsea, and she was no one then. Yeah. Well, it, she was a stand-up comic, and she had done well, I don't mean girls no one. You know what I mean? uh, behaving Girl. badly. Yes. That's so, right. She was a little niche at that time. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. And then I do know... We would bring when I was working with the Kardashian Jenners and even you, when Chelsea launched and you were working on that show, it'd be like the guests were like, you know, porn stars. Yeah. It was very interesting. Like it really Ron became Jeremy. elevated. It was awesome. Love it. Yeah. But then the golden years. Yeah, that was interesting. The golden I knew, shower years. Oh gosh. <laughs> I knew John through you yeah. and Fox. And then when I started to work with the Kardashian Jenners, E, there was John. And so we'd cross paths quite often yeah. if it was so show related. That must have been a crazy time, right? Because they blew up big time, like oh. bigger than anybody could imagine. It was kind of unfathomable of where it started. Well, I mean, Bruce was the draw mm-hmm. for the first season and a half, two seasons. I mm-hmm. mean, we didn't get any traction on Kim because of the tape. I mean, Us Weekly, mm-hmm. Life, and they wouldn't take her because. How did you, as a publicist, even try to p- not put out that fire, but deal with all that? I mean, it was, you know, we were there to launch a show and she yeah. was she was one of yeah, 10 many. people. Yeah. So as soon as Bruce started to like fade into the background and Courtney and, and Chloe oh, they started coming up. Oh, yeah. And season Chris, three yeah. and Chris, season three was sort of like the breakout. I used to say to people, you know, even if you don't like the show, you, you there's somebody on there that you wait for. And there, he was very smart about 
doing vignettes of different, like, so if you hate Scott Disick, don't worry, because coming up, you'll have Kim. If you hate Chloe, don't worry, we've got Courtney and her scene and her storyline. And, yeah. you know, there was always sort of like that, that resolution and ending, like fight resolution and then a ending is how it, and, and then, you know, over the years, I think it changed. Did you feel like it got a little more? Um, yeah, we jumped the shark a little bit. Yeah, I think it ended at the right time. It absolutely ended at the right yeah. time. And the only big fire we ever had was her 72-hour marriage. I was at that 72-hour yeah, marriage. We, 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 yeah, we, we were all there. We, we all <laughs> were there together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty... I remember in the shower, my phone ringing, and I'm like, oh, God, what's, hap what's happening? <laughs> because it's an ongoing... There's so many people that you're, you, you're basically working with and in charge of well, we publicizing. Had, we had just made a lot of money on a People magazine cover, and it... You know, a month later, two months later, it was... You know, there was a big e-special around it. So, yeah, and I oh, mean, huge. Listen, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But none if of you're not happy, you can't... For sure. And, but I don't think anybody thought... I remember dancing with his parents like, and they were like, what the fuck's happening? Like they People were like, were like, are they still on their honeymoon? Like, it was yeah. sh mm -hmm. very shocking, the quick turnaround, but... You know, you gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do. do. What you gotta do yeah, to be I happy. I mean, you know, that was some it. people it takes seventy two uh, hours, and other people it takes seven years. <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> when you know, you know. When you know, you know. But John, did you know we all met Chris right. through skating with celebrities? He would go to their house right. for Thanksgiving. Right. Oh, that's right. Hang you out at their house, and that that was me and my ex. And his friend would come over and Chris... No, did skating... Was this was pre-keeping up. Yeah, this right. is way and I before they had a show. Skating-wise, your ex came in near the end of it, not so he much did, but then, during But it. Chris and Bruce were always trying to set me up. And they're like, how are you single? How are you single? So they'd have all these people. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Then I met my ex at the very end of the show. And they were so like, bring him over. So we had Easter there. We had Thanksgiving that yeah. time. We had like every <sighs> Christmas we would go and... They were so great to us. And then the minute that I married, that was it. He slammed the door on him. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? You know? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah, that wasn't good. And I was someone in the middle of all that because yeah. she was very hurt by that, rightfully so, and didn't understand it. And you couldn't really express it. And then when eventually one of the reasons was told to me, I was like, it wasn't nice of your ex, the, mm -hmm. the logic and the reason behind it. So yeah. I was going to say, John has celebrated a couple holidays with you. Because you do oh stragglers, or you did. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank stragglers you. Thanksgiving. <laughs> holiday stragglers. Holiday stragglers. Oh, before we get into that, because I think that's funny, as we're coming up on the holidays right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Jillian, don't we're we need to take a break? We're going to take a break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back. In the spirit of holiday sharing, here's something that a lot of people don't know about me. I love to share with my friends and put in a lot of thought into the gift giving. And that's where Bloomsy Box comes in for me over the holidays. Now, whether I'm giving a one batch arrangement or a subscription to someone that I love, like my sister Dawn, who helped me out through a lot of hard times, God bless her. She deserves to open the door and see a beautiful arrangement every single month. And that's who I've decided to use for my subscription. Now, here's the thing about Bloomsy Box flowers. Why are they so different? What's spectacular about them? Well, they are sustainably grown on family farms around the world. And this is the cool part. You place your order of the flowers. They're handpicked and arranged at the farm just for you. It's personal. It's beautiful. It really is gift giving at its best. They're delivered farm fresh straight to the person that you love. So they arrive very, very fresh. And they just have to open up the box and stick them in a vase. It's incredible. You'll see the prices. They're amazing. Huge selection of artisan designed arrangements. No hidden fees if you do the subscription. No endless upsells. And 
and free shipping. It's so easy. Go to bloomsybox.com. Whether you're sending a one-time arrangement or you want to subscribe, maybe you want to just send something for the holidays. They have amazing themes with pine cones and lilies, beautiful roses, and it just smells so good. Bloomsybox.com. I've got you the discount, 15% off. Just enter the word Jillian. That's promo code Jillian for 15% off at B-L-O-O-M-S-Y box.com. Okay, so this Thanksgiving that I recall, I think Wolfgang Puck came to Good Day LA and had like a whole spread. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, and he's like, what are you doing, darling, for the uh, Thanksgiving? I'm like, well, I'm always alone because I'm, you know, but I have friends over. And he's like, I give you turkey, whatever you need, Bye. set her up, darling. It's all good, it's set her up, set her up. So they set me up and I invite, I don't know how many people came over. How many do you think we had? Like, We only stopped by because, um, John, you still have family in Fresno? Yeah, Northern and California. Ho- and listen, LA, Hollywood's weird Thanksgiving. A lot of people don't go home for Thanksgiving. They save it for Christmas. I'm from here. So we would always stop by for like a cocktail for the chaos. (laughs) Or two. Right. So I remember John was here. Carlota. My dad was here too. Yeah, we had Julie. Oh my God, that's right. Your dad. Yes, he says hi, by the way. Carlota and her mom came because I remember her bacon wrapped dates were very delicious. Oh, that's (laughs) right. Oh my God, you have a good memory. Yeah, that's the right. only thing cooked. Okay, shut that's the fuck really up. That's really why. I <laughs> that think. is why. So, bottom line is, I thought that oh, Wolfgang geez. was bringing over uh, everything cooked. Apparently, I didn't read the directions, and the turkey was only half cooked, it and needed it needed f- another three hours. Yeah, at so, least. At least. So, it was still gobbling, basically. So, John John is sitting outside <laughs> oh. the oven with a big fork and a mitt, and I swear no, to you. No, 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 yeah, no. See, we're getting a huge chunk what? of this uh. because I want people to have a Thanksgiving dinner. You were like having a Thanksgiving lunch. John John was hungry. He's like, let's carve that bitch. <laughs> so we were going to have a cocktail. And I'm like, oh God, we're going to have to get out of here because I really don't want to be here for their lunch. And he starts to carve the turkey. And he's like, I don't know a lot about turkeys, <laughs> but isn't it supposed to be white? This is pink inside. And it you're was like, jelly. It, it was, was like red, jelly. Like, and then my oh, husband who cooks sick. goes, oh God. He goes, <laughs> That's not cooked, but the outside for television purposes was, great. was beautifully basted or something. John, if we only wanted the skin, it would have been perfect. Yeah, so John's like, oh my God. He's like, I want a turkey, bitch. And so, so we're like, do I really sound like that yeah. when I'm hungry? Yeah. She's like, wrap it back exactly. up. Wow. Like, bitch. Okay. So then you're trying to call Wolfgang. Like, oh my God, I'm going to call him. Like, I don't understand what's happening. So eventually then, you found somebody. It might have been your amazing producer, Michelle Polfrey or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, they're like, goes, it wasn't cooked, you uh, Jillian, it's like par-baked. You know, you're supposed to put it in the oven for three more hours. So John, first of all, as a joke, is running around with a candle lighter. Like, get <laughs> out of I'll, I'll just put the bird this goes, way. Can we barbecue it? Like, you were ahead of your time. I was. Yeah, you were. And I then was. It's Barbecuing. A, throw yep. it back in. But then the idea of like, you were like, well, all the sides are cooked. Right. So let's eat all the sides. Yep. And then the turkey for three more hours. And John's like, I want a turkey. He oh, was, he like was the, upset. Like, uh, do you know like the sitting by the do stove? I honestly sound like that? Well, no. You were like the Charlie Brown episode. Like, you did not come for toast and popcorn. I was you just came. looking through the oven like, yes. please Oh, cook. my God. Please and he cook. was sitting on a stool staring inside the oven like it was going to make it cook any faster. And we're all drinking, getting loaded, and eating the sides. And he's like, oh, fuck all y'all. I'm did we ever eat bird. the turkey? I don't I remember. remember. 
I don't remember. I, I don't know if it worked you, to cook it. Like yeah. I don't know. It was kind of a real disaster. It was yeah. a complete disaster. But was, all the sides were delicious. They were. Yes. Love Wolfgang for that. Yeah. No. I mean, Wolfie, he, he was the very, intention very kind. was fabulous. Yes. Yeah. It's just the execution wasn't great. <laughs> now, did you cook turkeys with Chelsea or Kim Kardashian? I mean, no, I gotta no, say that you're you're it. Now, are you still close with talent that you did work with or you are working with? I mean, I know you work with Michelle Turner, so you spend yeah. time with these people. People don't realize yeah. what a publicist job is. Tell, well, for the people listening who don't know about Hollywood, maybe, tell them a little bit about what you do. It's not just about putting out fires. It's about getting people right. exposed, right? Right. So it's about promoting the people that are on a particular television show, whether it's in magazines like you were, or yeah. radio, or a Tonight Show like we did a couple times. Mm-hmm. You're just hustling and working your relationships to get people interested in writing about Kardashians. And, you know, you're with these people I was with Chelsea for seven years every day. And wow. we still chat every now and then, not regularly. I still talk to Chloe every year on her birthday, which is, I love her to death. Yeah, she's um, great. But Joan Rivers was my all time favorite Ugh, to I, work with of all time. Oh my God. There's nobody like her. Nope. Yeah, you're she, so right. There's nobody like that. And that Joan was Fashion Rivers. Police. That was Fashion Police. And yeah. it's, it's new version because some people don't realize <laughs> there was the original. Yeah. And that then, was Joan. Yeah, well, Joan, and then when it came back, she resurrected it. She, that, that, she that made was it the great. Big, that was the E that yes. it should have been. Like the Howard Stearns, the yeah. Joan Rivers, the people that Ryan say. Ryan Chris News, all of it. Yeah. Well, even Chelsea, you know, like they would say oh, shit course, that yeah. people wouldn't normally cable. say. It was, it was irreverent. Cable. It was yeah. fun. It was Joan was the best cheek, because yeah. she brought that show to life. I had a great time with her at Howard's wedding for five hours. I sat with her and she just pulled pranks the whole time. She was so fun. And then when everything went down, how it went down, like you think she didn't have to die. I mean, this is insanity. Yeah. It's, it was so yeah. horrible what happened to she her. Did, whenever she just, I mean, whenever she walked in the door at, yeah. at, at our E building, I mean, it just like all the air went out and it was just her. Yep. She knew everybody's name. She was there two hours early. She <sighs> stayed two hours after. She wouldn't say no to anything. Amazing. And she was just funny and sweet. She called me her little faggy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. Which going when, back now, I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> well, we've, you know, we've had Fagsy Malone on and stuff, yeah. but I remember one of her jokes when you've seen the documentary, obviously, when she's like going through all her old, and they go, what are these? And they go, oh, she goes, oh, these are jokes that I haven't used because, you know, maybe it was too soon. And she goes, well, let's just go through. And she goes, oh, yeah, this is when Barack Obama got inaugurated. And she said, we've got a new Blackie O in the house. <laughs> Instead of Jackie O, I fucking died because she was a genius. She was genius and so irreverent and so funny. And I miss, I miss that time. Professional. I mean, she was on QVC hawking her jewelry literally two weeks. She still is. I mean, they're still selling it. They are. They are. Yes. Yes. Oh, they Um, have a person that's selling it for you. Yeah. Because it's a very successful line. I did a, I got to go with Chris to do in bed with Joan. Remember that talk show she did in bed? Yeah. In her house. And then she's like, Melissa's house. Someone would be like, come out of the closet. Like she'd be in the bed and like Chris (laughs) would come out of the closet. It's like, but it was so funny. And then she was so talented. I just wanted to be around her because she had so many stories. That's an interesting question because I think that social media, publicists used to be like the old school publicists, had the dirt on everybody and they could parlay relationships and they could say, don't tell this story about this celebrity, I'll give you dirt on this one. But 
social media and the TV shows, TMZ being one of them, everything breaks in real time now. Yeah. And so I always felt like the publicist has had to evolve so much in the last 10 years because it's a totally different landscape. Have you noticed that too, where you can't really put out the fires like you used to be able to, can you? No. And I think when I was at E, this was like pre- Facebook, I even, I think yeah. we were talking oh, no, just it was Facebook just for the college students. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nowadays, I mean, even at Entertainment Tonight, if we put out an exclusive two minutes later, you can see it just Going around. all over the world. And yeah, once that goes out, you're done. Right. Like That's it crazy. could be the biggest fire on the planet. You just have to let it burn because you can't, there's no way to were you at, get it way to wrangle it. Were you at ET when Nancy O'Dell was there? Yeah. When, when Trump was talking about her oh, furniture shopping. Oh, that was shopping. fun. Well, I got to tell you, it made her look great because here she was, a beautiful married woman, not interested in Donald Trump. He sounded horrible. Like, I moved in on her like a bitch. Shut the fuck up, fat she was ho- She was legitimately horrified yeah. that he would say that. And with Billy. Oh, my God. I love her, Billy Bush. You know, her co-host for he, Access Hollywood and for then he, years. And he gets fired and Trump becomes president. It yeah. just, it made, I did not understand that thinking. Billy was doing his job. If Billy were to say, excuse me, everybody, shut the mics off so we can, then Suits would be pissed at him. He did what he did. He's fucking brilliant. Like, you just kind of go along with it. This is Trump's personality. He wasn't goading him on. He was just having fun. And, and I, I just think it's such a, hypocritical yeah. uh, thing to do. You fire Billy Bush. What did that do? I mean, he didn't do anything other than laugh a little bit. And, and like I said, as a reporter, as a person who's interviewed celebrities, you go with the flow. And if they're crude like that or rude like that, he was probably in shock a little bit, Billy. And we turned it around. We used it to our advantage. Yes. We, we got her out there on, you know, women's empowerment and, yeah. you know, standing up for herself. And it was, you know, and it she turned out good okay. Because she, it's not like she led him on. It's not like she, he was enamored with her and he was the one who was talking about her in that yeah. way. But that's what a good publicist does. Yeah. A lot of times they can take a, a bad, bad situation. situation or, God forbid, a tragedy and work with their client to find maybe they now have a cause, they have talking points to go out and reach to a whole new audience. So I think that's interesting because a lot of times celebrities, you have so much coming at you, you need someone to go, well, let's focus on this. Or right. Because one of the things with the charitable element, like, you know, if you're a celebrity and doing well, people are like, well, what are you giving back? So that's always, you got to work with them and to figure that out. you never know what people are going to be interested in. You could put out nothing yeah, yeah. and yeah. it could be on the cover of People Magazine. And then you Crazy. put out something humongous thinking, oh my God, oh, this is going to be the cover of everything. Yeah. Crickets. Wow. Yeah, I've dealt Crickets. with yeah, I dealt with that a couple times. <laughs> yes. Like this guy, oh my gosh, we're gonna be so busy with this deal. Hello, hello. <laughs> is anybody there? Is anybody there? And then something else you're like overnight success. Yeah. But was there any show on E you found really difficult that just spill the tea, really difficult to work on or work? Yes. What? I, I worked on Pam Anderson's show. Oh. Oh, she really she had yes, like a reality a, show. It was like a first documentary type. Avant-garde. She did? Very. She tried a whole new I don't remember this. Yeah. It was once once or maybe was it was like it after a, VIP? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it called? It was called um might just been called Pamela Uncovered or Pamela something, but it was just basically her life, but it was shot very like French and it was very, oh. you know, forward and edgy. And yeah, but yet I it would be know. going to talk to the contractor for her pool right. in Malibu. Like, oh, that's so funny. She's was the hardest one to, that I've worked, that I, I worked I with. Say, did she do a crazy garage sale, like with her brother? I mean, it was the weirdest. Yes. My God, I've got to go back and look at this because I know her brother, Jerry, and I'll never forget coming to work with her at VIP. And I said, okay, do you want to run lines? We're in the makeup. She's like, what? Why? And I'm like, I don't know. Just to get them down. She's like, don't worry about the script. 
let's go with the flow. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I remember one of the assistant directors moved across the street from me here and he goes, hi, you probably don't remember me, but I was second AD on VIP. And he used to say, oh my God, when people like you would come in and know all their lines, it was just like, what? Because she would just make it up as she would go along. And the <laughs> script supervisor was like, where the fuck is that on the page? That's not <laughs> where are we? What are we doing? But it was fun because she was dating Marcus Schenkenberg. So oh, I'd hang out God. in the trailer with he that good to look piece at. of beautiful artwork. So uh, what, oh. is, was it she hard was because she was difficult she because was difficult. she was doing, she's in Pam, yeah. I used to call it Pam World and Pam yes. Time. So we had organized a dinner in Vegas and I went with our friend Lauren Rouge and it was for PETA. Literally, we went up to her suite. The dinner was at like eight o'clock, right? And we go up and there at 7.30 early. always yeah. to have a cocktail or two. She comes up like 10 out of the room. Oh yeah, and she she's was like, never on time. She's like, oh, I was talking to my therapist about Kelly, Kelly Slater. I was like, oh, okay. And and I realized like nobody made a thing, like, hey, our reservation, nobody said anything to her. <laughs> no. Like, hey, we're late. Our reservations were two, <laughs> two hours, hours ago. ago. Yeah. No, she didn't give a shit. And so I get it in that respect. It's tough because well, very I do, unpredictable. I do remember after a, a whirlwind New York press tour with her, we were about to leave. We were in the car. Yeah. Our flights were delayed. She was losing her mind. So she literally left me in the car, got into another SUV and flew private home, left me in the car yes. <laughs> to fly home by myself. Yes. And she had one request as she was leaving that she wanted to be in the halftime Super Bowl show. Make that happen. Make it happen. Okay. Doing what? I want to be, I want to make an appearance in the Super Bowl halftime show. That's all she said. Did you make it happen? No. No, because you have oh. to have something to do. She can't show. sing. She can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because unless you're doing a commercial or you're doing like, yeah. what, what are you doing during the halftime? You sing and that was rough. But Girls Next Door, I was gonna say, and Hef. Oh, the Playboy show! Was oh my god, insane. Was it fun or was it hard? So work? fun. Yeah. Well, we got to go to the Playboy Mansion, all of us, oh, yeah. for various reasons over the years, and it really was a surreal was. environment. And if you're gay, I mean, this is when all of your straight friends now are interested in your work. Yeah, oh, yes. because they want to go to the mansion. <laughs> Yeah. And I would take pictures and there'd be girls on the trampoline and in the grotto. The painted bodies, yeah. I would not get in that grotto if I was on Dude, fire. I remember going to the Playboy Mansion <laughs> with Pam and we were doing a show and she said, it was actually really funny. And I had my makeup done by Alexis Vogel. She did Pam's makeup. So she made me up like a Playboy Playmate. And then I'd go out on the grounds to the ground workers and be like, have you seen this woman? It would be me all made up, right? Because she like completely transforms your looks. And then Pam's like, let's go in the grotto. And I was like, oh, I'm afraid to dip my toe in that fucker. I don't even want to dip my toe. There's sex in the city called Tit Soup in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sex in the city had an episode where they went to the Playboy Mansion and Miranda walks in and goes, oh, look, Tit Soup. <laughs> to the grotto. That's so gross. It was but you had, But you had to, if you went to the Playboy Mansion, you had to at least go walk in and see the grotto. Yeah. Which you had yeah, to be like, I've been in the... Cause, and also the bathrooms off the grotto. Because oh you know so my much God. the dark rocks. And the, yeah, it's all brick. And, and, brick and yes. like dark and green plants hanging over. <laughs> yes. yeah. People don't realize like there's green shag carpets, pinball machines. It's so like... It was so 70s, run down. So yeah. run down. And even inside like the old staircase. Yeah. Like, it the needs, Tudor or was Yeah. It, well, it's a big Tudor. He bought yeah. it for like 1.7 five million the land and is incredible yeah. but it, i mean you couldn't do a show like that today no never no 
because we, um, because of the Playboy that playmates? because of that whole you know stigma and Playboy and, and meet hashtag he me had too. seven girlfriends and you know this and the other and they were they all know. had curfews and they were grown women and yeah. it was although it was going strange. to Vegas with them was fun oh my I can only imagine oh, I mean so half was, was just that? the rock. that was Holly Madison Kendra Wilkinson Bridget Marquardt Bridget Marquardt yeah. and then half of course well yeah. Hefner was a genius I don't know if you've seen the documentary on him I haven't. Oh, it's incredible. And it's got his kids in it, Cooper, and just the empire that he was up against so much in the 50s that they were calling him a pornographer. Oh, he was yeah. scandalous. He's a genius. He was genius. Yeah. And I mean, he made Pamela Anderson's career. She's like, he literally plucked me from a, a football game and brought me to California and put me in play. And she, I think, did 13 covers, which was the most ever done. But he, his reverence for her was so obvious that day. I feel like, you know, people don't really get who he was because of that. No. What did you think about? He was all business. That's it. I mean, and the girls were obviously the girls. Yeah. Um, and I went on to work with Kendra on her show and Holly on her show. Um, Didn't they have a falling out or somebody yeah. wrote a book and somebody got really upset? I forget. Yeah, who. I just think yeah. post TV show squabbles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Hef was just, you know, he was like Joan. It were like legends. And yeah. you walk in, and you're like, wow, God, the history that you legends. know. Mm. But we're not like hugging and hanging out and having beers. But he's just, he came in, did the interview and he left. That was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And the interview was always fantastic because he was just the wealth was, and knowledge and oh my his god, marketing yeah, and the robes and the slippers. <laughs> well, then he just fully embraced that. I mean, oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, because you look back in time and the smoking jacket evolved into like you're in full on pajamas, dude. Yeah. Like you're just it's fabulous. Well, yeah, I mean, just it was, he like owned a, it. it was like a hotel. I mean, the yeah. girls, the girls could call the kitchen at any hour and ask for it was like the White House. Yeah, anything they would have. You know, <laughs> I want a turkey Reuben at three o'clock in, in the morning. morning. Done. That, yeah, isn't that's, that crazy. That makes you realize like what a life because that property is sold, right? Yeah. I think it's twenty two, twenty three million. That's going to be insane if someone really tears that down. Oh, yeah, it's I a piece of history. Not, yeah. I hope they don't. But it's LA. We tear everything down. We yeah. tore the ambassador down at, where Bobby Kennedy was shot. I mean, we tear down everything. Yeah. We're not good at uh, respecting no. our history. I mean, sure. there's a couple of old hotels, and I pray they don't. But you just, you never know with LA. They just, you know, when you no. visit other yeah. cities like Philadelphia or New York, London, my God, and you see the history, you're like, this is insane. I hope not. I mean, every time yeah. you drove up to the gate, you're like, oh. They'd uh, have all the animals and they'd have the zoo, rock, the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> zoo. Stepping over peacock shit and <laughs> trying like, to do a photo shoot. Everyone's like, oh, this is so glamorous. <laughs> so glamorous. I remember doing auctions there for my paintings. It's always the same two gay oh, guys that bought the painting. Uh, well, okay. This is, I don't know if I've told the story before, but yeah, we went one night. It was a night party and they set that huge tent outdoors at the Playboy Mansion. So that's what they really started to do. Almost become an event space. Yeah, for sure. And especially it was a cause that half someone at the house loved. So this was an animal cause. I yeah. Think it, so you were auctioning off this big, huge, beautiful painting of yours. And I really, our group got very inebriated. Yes. So it was one of those things where it was like, oh God, I should be being on it. We were all like, we should be being <laughs> on it. And also I was like, how did somebody get that for that price? <laughs> And they're like, and Jillian, would you come up and sign it? And she's like, yes. And took a black <laughs> marker, like a Sharpie, signed right in the middle of it. <laughs> like basically like destroyed it. No, like, it was a piece of art. It was a beautiful woman's breast. Yes, and you signed, and I signed boob, over her credit card. Like, like not, I down, remember. not down the lower left in or right actual region. Lower corners. It was almost as if I knew one day I wouldn't have tits. So I, <laughs> oh I just wanted God. to remember her with a nipple. <laughs> But anyway, these two guys, God bless them. They have a house in Palm Springs and they always like, once in a while, they'll check in on Twitter. Uh, oh. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm still having a That was a good time. That, that was, was a good time. We had 
fun. But there were certain members of our party had to get in the car and leave before it went all downhill because we had crazy this pre, times. This was pre-Uber too. Oh my gosh, oh, yes. Which was looking back Think is about scary. That. Remember the one night, what, it was your birthday, we went out for dinner and then we went to a strip club. No. Oh yes. No. What you you know? didn't go to the strip club, you jerk. I didn't? No, this is what happened. Oh, no, this is the- God, your memory is- No, this is scary. This is- John, this is why we love you. But we all go out and it's couples and we're out to dinner at some place you'd set up. And it was, I think you were single though, right? Or were you with um, David? I think, Maybe. I don't think you were with David, but you brought somebody and we were all oh. having a fun time. And you go, okay, well, I got to call early because I have a total rager of a fun night tomorrow night for my birthday. <laughs> I'm like, well, what the hell is tonight, asshole? So it was like 10 o'clock. That sounds I, nothing like me. Yeah, he's like, I'm ditching all of you. Nothing. And so we were all like, you know, now feeling like <laughs> ramped up and ready, ramped to up ready to go. And you're like, good night. Thanks. Oh, I do remember that dinner yeah, I now. I don't. I don't remember. I thought yeah. you were at the and strip then, club with us. Okay. I'll, this, it goes, this ties back to Thanksgiving. Okay. I can bring it all back around. Yeah. Scary. So our group somehow or another decides, let's go to the seventh veil on Sunday. Like you're like. I don't know why. I mean, we're like with our husbands. Because <laughs> it's go, fun. And somebody was like, I'm staying in the car. I'm not even going in. I think it was your neighbor's husband. Yeah. And so we all go in and we get some front row table. So we've left your beautiful birthday dinner where you then left us. And we're and in perverts row now. Now we're in Seventh Vale on Sunset. <laughs> and girls love when girls come in because yeah. they know they're going to be nice and we're going to tip them and all that. So... It's not like I'm a regular at strip clubs, but that is the... No, it's the way it goes. <laughs> that's the norm. If they recognize the you, they're like, oh my God. Like they'll so do- they're like, Jillian. So we were with our crazy friend. Now I'm afraid to say her name because we told a great story about her previously. Well, uh, anyway, just And a she crazy- may just cut it out. Call her Louise. Yeah. Yes. So Louise is having a ball. And this girl comes... <laughs> she got a ball at McDonald's, yeah, by the way. Right. So she, this one stripper is tuned in to like... It's the holidays and they're feeling generous over there. So we're getting a really up close <laughs> strip and her Louise starts going, oh my God. Starts getting like then depressed. It's like, <laughs> I think you need to come to my house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> to I mean, the you stripper? Have, yeah. Do you have any place to go? I mean, why are you here? You're beautiful. You're beautiful. And Jillian's like, shut the fuck up. Make it rain. And it's like, <laughs> and she's like, no, Louise is like, get down, sit on my lap. Not that type of lap. No, just sit on my oh, lap. Louise. You need to come to Thanksgiving dinner. And so we stayed out. And then I think someone tried to get a tattoo. I mean, it was no, the it was craziest insane. night. Thank insane. God but I you left. you ditched us totally thank early. God. Yes. After hearing this story, thank you, God. You didn't, A, want to see a bunch of nude girls walking around. <laughs> no. <laughs> you wouldn't want to get I was a with tattoo. You. I could be with you. I mean, that would be in every other day. <laughs> That's so true. So it's true. It's so true. People don't realize, like, the time that we would spend together in dressing rooms on different shows. Oh, yeah. I think we shared a room in New York. Oh, we did. Of course. We, we saved Fox so much fucking money. They have no idea how cool I was. No, I, didn't, I know. I didn't need a makeup artist. I I need a hairstylist. Talking to my dad on the phone, and you were literally naked in the room, and yeah. I was like, "Jillian is naked," and he's like, "What? What?" <laughs> I mean, this was pre, you know, Facetime, because otherwise he, what? What's a what? Jillian's what? naked. Turn the like, screen. Yeah, all the time, all the time. Didn't care. Didn't care. No. Did not care. I mean, oh. you know, we were buddies. But think about that. Usually the publicist doesn't room with the, but we were like so yeah. close. It was like, it was a given we would stay together. Got a lot and of press. Wait a minute. What? He'd sleep in the hotel room with you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck you. Uh-oh. Will you never allow? Here we go. One or two times we travel together where they'd be like, is it one room? She's like, no. 
<laughs> so we've always held our own rules. You're not me, Liz. Okay, wait. Wait, wait a second. Wait. No, that wait. might have been a contingency on Fox. Like, I'm like, A, I do my we own hair. We didn't have the budget. Yeah. I do my own hair. I do my own makeup. I was in the bathtub. My, yeah. Because can, can I just tell you right now? One time we went to HSN <laughs> and, you know, Jill's like, no, my God, two rooms. Oh, because like well, the, the fucking hours are insane, right. too. You know, and we sound a lot alike when we're, when Liz Liz's head. Shut up, Liz. <laughs> Shut up, Liz. So basically, now we've got our rooms, you know, back to back. And it's like, I hear all this laughing and I'm like, and she's there by herself. Like, what the fuck is going on? And then I hear like other noises and I'm like, so it went from a Dave Chappelle laughing la- to porn. I was going to say, it had to be porn. And I'm going, thank God I didn't share a room. So That's I why she was saving you. I in the you. same room with her. I mean, like, I'm like, oh my I'm God. like a man. You are, you I, are. I, 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 you are. I yeah. so loud yeah. next door. I was like, what? I go, does she have anybody in there? No one, no one can entertain dream. her like, like her. Myself, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I'm like, I got no my one. Dave Chappelle and my pornography, which by what the way, do I don't need? care anymore. No. I'm dead from and the waist down. I need to check out because it's just said it. Yeah. The bill. $4,000. No, she's like, yeah, okay. I have to pay for that separately. That needs to be on a separate chart. Oh my God. I don't think that Two Face would be thrilled to pay for that. And she goes, Liz, you didn't rent any movies? I go, well, not that kind. Yeah. So I don't care if mine are on the bill. Bambi. Why is Liz's $7.99 and mine's $19.99? I don't understand. Have there ever been any people that you've had to travel with? You don't have to say names, but it'd be great if you did. But no, but you've traveled with it. You're just like, please let this trip be over with and let this this is a fucking nightmare hmm. oh Pam well, Pam was obviously Pam, that was, that was she hard. left you I mean she left me in, in the how street did, I have a question how did she not just say okay hop on board the private jet like like no, there wouldn't be that one was, more that was, because she, we, it wasn't that kind of relationship so she was a tough one to get to know she was yeah she was tough I was not sad when that show was cancelled I, I love her but yeah I, lo- I, I working I mean, with she, her was she very gave me really my first job. I mean, I'd done 90210 in Melrose Place, but very small roles. So yeah. this was my first significant job yeah. on a TV show, VIP. Acting which we had, role? Yeah. And uh, we had so oh. much fun and she named the character Foxy Eleven after me. And then I got the NBC sitcom essentially Remember. because of her. So she, you know, yeah. for me, she's just, but yes, is there, it's uh, Pam time? A hundred percent. hundred percent. And yeah. I know when you're in New York, you're well, working 17 hour yeah, days. Yeah. Yeah. Not, if you're on a press junket in New York, oh cause we both done yeah. them. And also because, you know, it's three hours ahead of L.A. Right. So yeah, you, you just, of, your days do not end. end. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're starting well, in L.A. True. And right. then you're like, you're that's seeing. True. So it's just being yeah, in New York because we've both done tons of yes. where you arrive and you are hitting the ground running in yeah. New York. And it's not until you get on the flight home that you're like, oh. oh, God. And for years, it wasn't even until I got home and dropped my clients off at their house because they were underage that I'd be like, Oh my God, now I can have a drink. Cause I just, yeah. I didn't drink with them. I yeah. didn't, none of that. So it would be like, I'd get home and be like, Oh my God, I need a, a vodka. My husband would be like, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't care. <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Where have I been? What have I done? But I've worked, you know, with publicists over the years and I always just found it such a unique job because it's relationship based. I mean, yeah. they are Very much with whether it be media or uh, publications and, they're parlaying it and they can build up someone from rather, absolutely, you know, from 
now, especially because social media and YouTubers and TikTokers, uh, they really got their own agents over, and everything. But overnight, yeah. it's yeah. not a long build. It's like, right. because someone like John, like you have a show and you're like, all right, it's a cable show. How do we make the global or the national normal world learn about them? Now it's like social media. It's like someone goes a viral video and the next day they're on Ellen. Well, now the celebrities, they can do their own press yeah. Well, yeah. just by posting. Yeah. And then, you know, uh-huh. there's nothing. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's interesting because you deal primarily with shows, which I think yeah. is a little safer of a niche because a personal publicist. Oh, yeah. Never. I would that never. Is very, no. th- that never. is dealing with the client almost on a daily basis yeah. and dealing with them for personal and professional issues. And it's interesting because it goes back to what I was saying that, you know, a lot of times it was like they can't put out the fires. So something went left and you call the public, like, well, what are we going to do? And they're like, just ignore it. And I'm thinking, how? And, I, and I'd have to be on these conference calls. And I'm thinking, they're paying you how much a month to just say, ignore it. Just ignore it. Don't worry about it. Just ignore it. It's going to go away. It never did. Yeah. I mean, yes, sometimes a statement, and then sometimes you couldn't control the client. And there are times you agree with the publicist, like, don't say anything. Yeah. But then <laughs> the talent wouldn't agree with it, yeah. and they would take to their social media, like John's saying, and issue a statement that was poorly written or not accurate, and you're going, you just made it worse. Yeah. So it's an interesting dynamic, but the personal publicist, and also they get so involved with the client's business, they sometimes are the first one fired if something goes haywire. Yeah, I would never. So it's not ever. a safe position to be in. It's a tough job. You're um, a babysitter. You're basically a glorified babysitter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and you've always worked for companies, right? So you've worked Sony, yeah. Fox, NBC Universal. CBS. CBS. Wow. That's been a good run. I would say so, right? It is. Good run. It yeah. is a good run. How long have you're you been at running, NBC? John. Yeah. Still running. Yeah. You've got your running shoes Slowly. on. Slowly. <laughs> <laughs> slower these days, but not much. Um, oh, my God. I've been very lucky. Yes. Thank you. Thank God. How long have you been at NBC? Well, I was at NBC for 10 years. I've been at CBS for six. Oh, CBS. Okay. Is it CBS Universal or? NBC Universal. That's where, that's was E. Oh, okay. But Entertainment Tonight is under the CBS CBS umbrella. So you, are you at um, uh, Fairfax and Beverly? I'm at Radford, right here. You're right Jill, here. You got none of that right. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. Oh my God, I've worked Let's at every start place. Over. Oh, my God. So you it was like CBS. my celebrity dancing yeah. with the stars yes. on skates. <laughs> I like watching streaming shows, as a lot of people do. But when I, I found a new show with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. Oh, ooh, yes. It's a good one. But you have to wait every fucking week to go to watch oh, it. Yeah. I hate that. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. There was some <laughs> show that we both watched. It wasn't Big Little Lies. But it was something that. You got me turned on to that. That was great. Yeah, was it Little Fires Everywhere? It was some show that, you know. You had to wait every Sunday. shocked me. It might have been Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Because they Which only never do seen. weekly episodes. Yeah. And you're like, uh. No. I want streaming. <laughs> right. What the I hell? I want to binge 10 hours yes. right now. <laughs> Isn't yeah. it strange and, and interesting? Like we were talking about The Crown. I love the whole British hierarchy. Same. And I love it. But what shows will be such a hit? Like nowadays, it's so hard because there's so many venues. Like you were saying Hulu yeah. and there's HBO Max and there's this and that. And so unless I hear a word of mouth, like you told me about Westworld. You guys told no, me no. about <gasps> Outlander. Oh my Outlander. God. Did you see Outlander? It's good. Oh my God. Okay. So, Westworld, like I lost interest. So, it got too weird. I So Outlander was a great example. So she tells me about it. I'm, I'm like, what? I don't even know what that is. Oh, the guy in the kilt. Yeah, I saw a picture for that. It's so hard to publicize. Now you're yeah. so... There's a to, lot of content. Uh-huh. And so now for you to 
go and promote you're promoting shows too that have been around for decades right like enter, an entertainment tonight has been or around a CBS for show 40 years yeah. yeah 40 years yeah it's much different to work on one show versus seven oh it's yeah much, la- much more laid back i mean we're a tv show but we're also a news organization so yeah it's, it's sort of hard to get press on news but it is celebrity driven so it it's is. sort of yeah. and it's getting it's getting busier i mean it's you know the first couple months of this was awful. I mean, we weren't basically doing nothing. There was no press. And now it's starting to pick up again. But we're living in a a strange world too, where my kids will say, "Uh, mom, you don't know like H25. He's like huge on YouTube and he gets a hundred million dollars a year. I'm like, what language are you speaking? (laughs) So it's also a different world with social media in that respect too. I mean, those influencers, they all have their own personal... You know. It was much more fun before social media. I think so, too. Much more fun. Or are we just but old now crags a, now? Well, I don't know. No, it's a, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's a tool you have to have. Because yep. you even go back to Good Day LA, you were the first one on Twitter. Yep. And, and I got punished for it. Yeah. And you were getting punished for it. And then it became a weird barometer of who was going to be most popular. That's why so Steve, and then, then Steve didn't go on it. And then he turned to me one day and he said, there's a saying here, each Twitter follower you get, we lose an audience member. And I'm like, What? I didn't even get that. I, I was still to this day. I, I try to put that together. And then we got that publicist that was hired. He was doing something new for us. You had moved on to E and we had a whole new regime in there. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, wow, you have like almost, you know, 300,000 followers and Good Day LA only has 6,000. And so I want to do something where we're grouped together. And of course I'm, they do. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I go, okay, yeah, come to me anytime and we'll figure it out. One week later, he comes up to me. I go, hey, are we going to do something? He goes, um, I was told no, that you're <laughs> famous because of, not because of Good Day LA, but because of the NFL and some sitcoms you did and some dating shows. I'm like, what? This is my daily bread and butter. They were never they behind were so you. They were so mean and like jealous and just jealous. so petty. I was like, you fucking idiots that show could still be on the air it could easily have still been on look at ktla everybody moved over there after but they just were so petty and they didn't understand that Mm -mm. you know if i glow you glow but they never want to admit that people were watching good day la because of you yeah, I think they still, you know, the names that will never be spoken. It was like Dorothy and I. And then they broke up the band, essentially, yeah. you know. And yeah. that's that happens. I mean, that's the way it is. But now, have you seen a lot of changes at Entertainment Tonight? Because you were there when Nancy was there. Now she's gone. Now is it... Michelle Turner. Is she hosting? She's hosting with Kevin right. Frazier. Mm-hmm. It's a legacy show. It's been around 40 years. We have a very young executive producer, oh, that's Aaron good. Johnson. She's incredible wow so it has a new sort of life feel to, to it. it yeah it doesn't feel like it's your old yeah parents yeah, yeah. entertainment tonight nice but it's been great i mean getting to work on a day-to-day show i mean that's probably why i'm still employed yeah if yeah i was no, working on a sitcom or yeah. i was working on a show yeah. that's no longer in production yeah i'd probably be on unemployment yeah so i don't know what will be the rebirth of what shows survive this that's pandemic it's gonna and be interesting to see it's but hard because everybody's at home yeah so they're there to watch you just can't yes. make them right well that's the thing you're so right you know when i finish a show then i'm done my new one's american horror story and then when i'm over it i'm like well what's next and then i'll catch it okay so it's all word of mouth like i've never heard of ratchet i love uh Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love her. Amazing. Okay. So you do binge watch. When Absolutely. You're, and when do you, do you have a schedule where you make yourself work out at a certain time? You make yourself, you have to work for entertainment tonight and then you. I work eight hours a day, Jillian. Oh, of course you do. I know. <laughs> oh but gosh. is it like a nine to five or yeah, is it's it about a, nine, yeah, nine to nine fifteen? <laughs> I'm nine, really busy. You don't <laughs> Then a five-hour workout, and then, you know. <laughs> it shows. My very, God, you look oh, incredible. Please. You've always been buff, dude. 
just have to buy the right clothes. You, oh God, you've always worked out. Have you not? You've ever since I've known you, you have worked out. Well, it helps. It keeps you sane. Yeah. It keeps yeah. you sane. Jill. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I never used to have to work out. And then I got cancer. Then I was like, oh, fuck. And then I realized like being a size two and looking great all the time, that doesn't get you anywhere in life. No. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. it's not that you just let yourself go, but you just say, you know, what's important in life? Health. Health is the most important thing. And really cancer just, it makes you think, Woo, you know, it kind of throws you a curveball. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I was bald like you, probably balder. Right, Lizzie? It was alarming the first time I yeah. uh, you answered the door and you're like, hi. And I'm like, oh, because it was also no eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. You know, lashes. It was rough. You look yeah. really yeah. sick. It was rough. You look sick. Yeah. It's you look weird. great. You look great. I feel so much better now, but I still have, you know, you get those things where like you have to go get tested in that and you're like, oh, because I always say, oh, I'm cancer free. And they're like, you're in remission. I'm like, what the fuck is the difference? They go, well, because uh, yeah. one in eight and then one in four and da-da-da. And I hate statistics because then it just makes you. Yeah. Pulls you down. So I'm like, well, whatever. It's not going to, I don't care. But you always, you, every day you are always at like an 11 and yeah. that sort of brought you down to a one or a zero. And that, you're, you're not used zero. to that. That's yeah. not your, that's yeah. not who you are. No. But you fought it and mm-hmm. you, we're here and. Here we are. Here we are. You would have used that as a publicist. No? I would have. I would have. Yes. 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 That would have been his job. If I was been. at ET, he would have called people and say, we're doing an exclusive. That would have been a cover. Behind the yeah. scenes of how she got her tits chopped off <laughs> and where are they now? It'd be a where are they now segment. Yes, or I'm botched. And I could have done it on botched. <laughs> that is coming. That might still be coming. One of my all-time favorite shows to work on. I know. Wait, oh, oh you were there. E, yeah, for the first two seasons. They're hilarious together. Carrie Debro is they're fucking one hilarious. of the nicest yeah. yep. people on this planet. Yeah. Um, still talk to him. He's amazing. Oh, that's great. So, he and his wife are making gazillions of dollars, yeah. as we know. Oh, working <laughs> with our friend Ray. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, and Dr. Paul, he wanted me to work on his line on HSN for a while. But I'm like, you're the plastic surgeon. You're a whole different, like, that's that's medical. I don't, yeah. you know, what I do is not skin care. It's makeup. It's a whole different animal. But the show is so much fun. And it some is. of the tragic train wrecks that come in, uh, I might be one of them one day, like if I go and get nips put on or something, but I will <laughs> from a corpse. Remember I, I called her nipples. <laughs> what are you called? Remember I called you and I said, let, let me talk to Terry. And they have this tattoo artist that yeah. it looks. Yes. Yeah, you you were not into it. No, nope. you were not into it. I'm still not there. Well, I'm I have still- a Sharpie in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's brown. Oh, oh I have a brown pink. Sharpie in my pocket. <laughs> oh my I'll make his 3D. It might be 2D, 2D. but it'll be fine. <laughs> Very strong 1D. They do. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they do that there though. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. You but can't... I'd have to go on camera and they look at my new nips. They You're don't right. cover. They, they sh- don't they show them? Or do they I blur don't think them? They can co- I don't think they show uh, all of it. Do they? They show a lot, but I don't think on cable, I think they put a little uh, blur. Well, not on Netflix. Uh, Nurse Jamie has that show. I don't know if you've seen it with the- Yeah, skin, skin something. something. Yeah, they show everything. Here's I'm obsessed with that doctor that she the works pe- with. That beautiful Iranian. I think she's Iranian. Dr. Nazarian. She's so fucking uh, gorgeous. I'm obsessed with is. her too. So their first episode, this woman comes in and she's like, hi, yeah, I was shot nine times by my ex-husband and he killed my three children in front of me. I'm like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. Right? And yeah. they're like, can you fix the bullet holes? I'm still stuck on, he killed the children in front of me. Like it was horrific stories, right? Yeah. 
but they change your life and they'll go, okay, is this a cosmetic surgery or is this just, you know, something I could do with a laser? Well, obviously hers was surgery. What was the show? I don't know about it. Skin decision or something. Skin decision. On Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's nurse Jamie, the nurse Jamie that we used to go. She used to come on good day LA all the time. She is great with a laser. She's like the James Bond of lasers for resurfacing. But uh, what do you do to stay young? You eat healthy, you work out. Well, I'm not young. Oh, Um, shut up. Look young. Thank you. You you don't change. Is, Is the man in your life younger? Yes. That keeps you young. Yes. Yes, he is. Like he, Howard Stern, wife younger, <laughs> 18 years younger. We're not going to get into that, but he's very happy, as am I. Yes. Oh, that's, yeah. I'm glad that you're happy. You deserve yeah, it. Yeah, almost three years. Holy shit. In I gay know. land, that's like it's 20. Like 25 years. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like that. <laughs> but he, you found the right person that I did. connects and he's understands. One, yeah. Does he understand the business and is he in the business? He's in Cirque du Soleil, so he kind of gets Ooh. it. What the fuck? <laughs> you didn't know this? Uh, no. <laughs> he's quite the acrobat. So, so he's, he's very know, limber. He, yeah. Oh like he's God, actually I'm one obsessed. of the That's people why in the... Young. He gets it. Yeah. He doesn't particularly like fawn over it, which is fine. I would rather him not, mm. but he understands, of course. Yeah. I mean, he's in the entertainment business. And how did you guys I am in shock right now. I love Cirque du Soleil. Oh, yeah, I've the best. seen it with all the shows. Oh. There's a good chance I've seen him. Well, let's hope they come back. Just say it yes. with a little prayer. Yes. Quirky, you know, the, 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 wa- the water the music one. and the... No, they're incredible. I've seen like... Almost I'm all of them. I'm in awe of them. He's an aerialist, so he can do pretty much anything. Did he go to Montreal to train? No, he went to Germany to train. Jeez. Um, and then he was on the traveling circuit for a while in wow. 2019. That is a tough gig. Tough, yeah. Because physically, think about like when we traveled and did crazy hours with HSN, but you're just standing there selling makeup. These guys travel and then they're, they got to be up 50 yeah. feet in the air dangling off of a ribbon yeah. I, I i'm it's fascinated yeah. by that dangling off a ribbon yes <laughs> he must <laughs> a new cirque du soleil show <laughs> hanging with dangling, ribbons dangling dangling with ribbons pun ribbon. intended but anyway so <laughs> oh, he's amazing i'm very happy no doubt how did you guys meet we met on tinder shit it was his first date and i was like you're done oh <gasps> wow that's it Oh, wow. Good for you guys. And when you go, do you go to, like, do you want it to be short, a coffee or dinner? How did you, how did we you had, do? We went to dinner. Nice. And I tried to make him eat mini corn dogs and he was a vegan. So, that, so we started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> he still won't eat yeah. a mini corn dog. <laughs> um, That's no, it was funny. Great. And then we spent the next like five days together. Now, do you have, you, have you changed your diet because he's a vegan or no? He's no longer a vegan, so, <laughs> so he changed his I have diet. not changed. <laughs> so, um, so okay, getting back to the, the career, how long do you think, you know, careers for people that are in front of the camera, I think have a shelf life, but for publicists, they, I feel like they can go on for a long time because it's a different animal. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily know if I want to do this for the rest of my life. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm 48. I've done it for the last, like, 22 years. Wow. <clears throat> but, I mean, for for now, I mean, it's a. I love people I work with. I love the show. I love... What, Absolutely, what the brand brings. And so you already had met uh, Nichelle when she was at Good Day I LA. Had, oh yeah. wow! And I had known Nancy already. Okay. Um, so it was a pretty smooth transition, and well, Nichelle's fantastic. Obviously, the small yeah. world when you start it actually. Is. Yeah, yeah. There's very few degrees of separation. People think LA it, is huge. It's not, no, especially this business. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. So now, um, speaking of your dad, 
Oh my God. Is he's he gonna, still yes. in Newport Beach, to Laguna, down in Paradise? Newport Beach, yes. So my dad's coming to my house for the holidays this year. Should be very, That was my next question. For the first time. Is he going to meet your uh, new... He's, he's, he's met, met Alex already, but oh, it's just yes. going to be the three of us. Nice. Oh, that's lovely. So I was there be before you came out to your dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a big... That's, you know, I, I, I remember... That was hard. Yeah. That was hard. Yeah. But you guys are great now. Yeah. Thankfully. Oh, that's so Because you good. post pictures that are a throwback that crack me up. Like you were in a fraternity. Yeah. You had like oh prom God. dates. Yeah. So what? My what AOL what, screen name was yeah, Frat Stud One. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it was very good to me. Very Wait, good to what? me. She says prom dates like girls. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, didn't, I didn't date guys until after college. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, what age did you out come out? I mean, I graduated in 96. I came out in... I came out the year I moved to Los Angeles, 98. You we know, would remember, come down here. We would come down to LA quietly and, you know. Remember we had a talk with Ross Matthews about living up in Sacramento. And love. he's, yeah, I love him. And he said, you know, as a gay young male, it was hard for him to come out. And then he said he moved to LA and he was like. Oh, yeah. He saw me with a belly shirt on. And he goes, I feel like I'm at home when I was doing the you weather. Couldn't, you couldn't come. <laughs> That's what he said. You couldn't come out in the 90s. Yeah, it no. was just too hot, especially at a college and you were in a fraternity. It was just now, I mean, it's fine, but back then, but now you had to really be careful. And there's, you know, it's a whole different deal. Kids today are brought up very differently. At least thank God, my yeah. kids are. Yeah. And so it's not as big of a deal, I think. Yeah. Thank God. But, well, yeah, but there have been so many great shows that have, you know. And I think that's kind of where I started to get funny because I thought if I could make them laugh, yeah. then they wouldn't focus on me yeah and it it worked i mean i I had a great high school experience and oh that's wonderful great college experience and yeah i mean but coming to la it's like going to the playboy mansion yeah oh my god there's guys dancing in their underwear Underwear. like (laughs) what what is happening is this the abbey it's i'm moving to the abbey (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that was yeah it was Life-changing. Life-changing. Mm-hmm. But you've always been a California native. Yep. Grew up in Lodi, Northern California. Wow. And then went to Fresno, followed my girlfriend, Nicole. And we use that with quotes. No, she was my legit girlfriend. Oh. So you did date girls. Yes. and went out. Okay. And then you went afterwards, you're like, ew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Sometimes forcibly. It was oh, just like. Uh, disgusting. Oh, poor Michelle. Do you still talk to her? I actually had a dream last night that I was straight and it was. It was a nightmare? It was <laughs> kind of reminiscent of my past well, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Isn't you're it great to no, cheat a lot right now? What? You're cringing, cringing a lot. Because you're comfortable in your own skin being well, gay. And be you're like, you don't want to be straight. Yeah, yeah. okay. I mean, there are days oh I don't either. No. And I can't help it. I'm attached to one. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah. Did anybody <laughs> see the Barat movie? Yes, Barat, I can't. When you go down and there's teeth on the vagina. Isn't there teeth on the vagina? <laughs> you know, it was incredible. The girl who plays his daughter oh, was God. incredible. I mean, yes. I don't know who she is, but she's hysterical. I can't watch those movies. You yeah, can't watch Barat? No. No. Gives me anxiety. Oh, Does it? oh because yeah. Oh, yeah. he's almost been killed a couple times. He had a I'm gun sure. pulled out of him. He, they they re- almost ran him over in a car. Like he, yeah. I wouldn't want to be his publicist. Well, who keeps falling for it? <laughs> who At keeps this falling for this shit? Some of those Republicans do because they don't know who he is. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. They have bad publicists, John. They do. I would <laughs> not want to work for Borat. No. There you go. No. 
<laughs> All right. Well, John Rosati, oh we love so you. So much fun. You're the best. Thank you. And um, we can also find you everywhere on everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, but Instagram. But, but don't, don't go on Tinder because he's already <laughs> taken, ladies, by, by a contortionist. Bratstud1 one. Yeah, okay. at AOL.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is the revelation of the day. Frat boy. I love you both. Love you love so you. much. Love Thanks you. for listening, Happy everybody. Holidays. Happy holidays to everybody <laughs> listening out there. And stay tuned for another episode of Ask Jillian.